wealth, security, and opportunity are a byproduct of success. However, it often comes at the expense of deep personal satisfaction and happiness. This is the Design Your Destiny podcast, and I am your host, Penny Chason, board-certified hypnotist and number one international best-selling author. I work with the highly successful influencers, business leaders, corporate leaders who desire a life by design. In this podcast, I will bring to you succinct solo episodes and interviews that dissect the challenges of success and highlights the ways to leverage your most underutilized asset, your subconscious mind. If you desire peace and happiness in your life, better health and stronger relationships so you can enjoy the success that you have created, keep listening because this podcast is for you. Last week on Design Your Destiny, I talked about living a soul-satisfying life. And I want to follow that up with the next piece, which for me, logically, is to talk about the soul, to talk about the spirit that is within you and the spirit that is without you, the within and the without This is so important because our true nature has been domesticated out of us. It's been indoctrinated, if you will, out of us. From the moment we got here, someone else bestowed their beliefs, their perceptions, and their interpretations onto us from the moment we got our name, right? Our parents had a vision, I think most parents, had a vision for what our future would look like. If they didn't have it right away, then incrementally that vision grew. Everyone has expectations of other people and our parents and our grandparents and those around us and who loved us, or maybe who didn't love us. And let's really look at things in context here. Not everyone grows up in a perfect, healthy, nurturing home environment. But our very connection to ourselves was separated from us because we come into this life, we come into this space with the intention to learn some lessons with some intention to experience humanness as a soul. That's the reason why we have a body. That's why we have five senses. We can see, we can hear, we can smell, we can taste, we can touch, right? We can have that physical experience. And for some people hearing this, you might disagree with that. And that's okay, But I think for the majority of my audience, you're really tuned in to what soul and what spirit is. It is that energetic essence of you that existed before the physical and continues on after the physical 3D experience. So what has happened as we grow, we take on beliefs, habits, and behaviors from our family. We witness around us 
how people interact with other people. We witness around us how people respond to certain situations. We get our models of reality from the adults and even other kids who role model around us. And I mention other kids because we're in school for 12 years, right? So the people we are surrounded with give us our impressions of what is acceptable socially, what's not acceptable, the things that we perceive get us love, attention, and acceptance, the things that don't. And this is why I'm just going to come out and say it. It's fucking arrogant of us. And I'm saying this about myself as well. Okay, let's back this truck up. I'm saying this about myself as well, because I am much better at this, but I still have to check myself in to say that it never happens would be a lie. But it's freaking arrogant of us to look at someone else's behaviors, to look at someone else's life and through our perception, judge what has happened for them. Because their experience, their domestication of spirit has been very different from ours. They, how can someone who grows in a very impoverished part of the country, whether you're talking extreme rural Mississippi, or you are talking an inner city area that is very poor, if that is the only thing you have ever known, if that is the only thing you have ever known, and you've never met or known someone who had a different reality from yours, how could you ever possibly expect someone in that situation to have a context and an understanding for the life that you have? And as humans, we tend to, the only way we can judge people is through our own experience. We judge people through our own lens, but it's arrogant of us to expect someone else to have the same perspective as us when they have not had the same lived experience as us. And to even consider twins. Twins can have very different perceptions of their life. And they're literally twins. <laughs> they have the same experience. But one might be a little bit shyer than the other one. One might have a different perception of mom and the other one has a different perception of dad right? It depends on the environment in which they grow up in. They may actually have very similar identities and feelings and outlooks. Depends on situations. It depends on circumstances and the way we see people interact and adapt according to those circumstances. That's how we live. We experience a situation in a family. You might grow up in a family where one parent is alcoholic. And you may say, oh my God, I will never, ever be an alcoholic. Or you may not have a strong feeling about the being of alcoholic, but what happens is this is what is normal. This is how people handle stress. And then when you're 13, 14, you're hanging out at your friend's house and 
the parents have alcohol in the house and it's oh cool. Dad, dad really likes it. It's how he checks out. It's how he relaxes. Yeah. I'll try some wine or I'll try some vodka or whatever. Our perceptions end up dictating how we follow through on that experience. But either way, that experience domesticates us. It is our layers of beliefs. It's our layers of habits. It's our layers of interpretation. It's our layers of self-talk that can disconnect us from our spirit. Now, there are People who are raised in a family where they're taught to trust their intuition, they're taught to follow their dreams, but I had a really great conversation with someone today where she mentioned, yes, that creativity, that connection can be encouraged, but with boundaries, within a framework, you, it's great to be creative if you do it in this way. It's great to be creative, but also get really good grades. And it was a very great point that she made. Even when we're allowed to flourish in our creativity, there are usually expectations placed upon us. And that's really what it comes down to, expectations. And it keeps us from flying as high as we could, because we're taught either, if you grew up in an entrepreneurial family, you can go out and start a business or you can join the family business, or you might go get an education and then do, then go into business. Or you're, you might be taught, you know what? People in our family just aren't that smart. So as a teenager, you might be encouraged to get a job for a company that has trades and you go and you apprentice in that trade. And I want to back up there and I don't want anyone to take that the wrong way. I think the trades are extremely important and people can make a very lucrative living in the trades. But really what I'm, when I talk about the trades, I feel like I really need to back up and clarify here. I'm not talking like plumbing and electric Let's back that up even a step further in really physical blue collar work. I grew up with a neighbor who was very smart. Everything came so natural to this person and just always moved around from job to job until getting older and really putting roots down. And there's this person lives a wonderful life. They love their life. They have no regrets. But I often wonder, I was always curious if this person was going to go to college because quietly, I believe that person was a lot smarter than I was. And we have to understand when we look at things that the life that we want for ourselves may not be the life that someone else wants for them. However, the framework, the expectations that our family sets can certainly limit our inner desires, our true desires for what we want. I spent 25 years in healthcare in probably one of the most frustrating things for me to witness would be giving pediatric anesthesia. And one of the hospitals where I gave pediatric anesthesia was a very impoverished area. 
And I always made it a point when I would go in, I would speak to the child. I would connect with the child. I wanted that child to feel safe with me. When we went back into the operating room, I wanted them to know that I just met them, but I loved them. And I would often, depending on how old they were, I would talk about whatever it is that they were doing in the moment. They might be three or four and looking at a book, or they might have a Snuggie or kids that were school age. I would also, I was like, oh my God, what's your favorite subject in school? And I would encourage reading. And sometimes I would ask, you'd like to read? And they might say yes or no. And I would always follow up with something along the lines I would segue into, you know what? Reading is awesome because when you read, you get to use your imagination. You get to go into your head and use your imagination. If you can read, you can travel anywhere in your mind. And if you can read, you can learn to do anything you want to do in life. And when I went to work in the small hospital that had a high level of poverty in the area, I lost count of the number of times that a caregiver or a parent would say, oh, he won't amount to nothing. He's stupid. Oh, he ain't that smart. Can you imagine being five, six, seven years old in, in order for a family member to say that about you to a complete stranger, imagine how often you get that message at home, right? So when I look at what happens in the outer world, before I pass judgment, because we all make judgment calls, but I always attempt to do my best to look at things through the lens of the other person because we don't have control over that. And the same thing is we didn't have control over what our parents indoctrinated us into. And that's a pretty extreme example. But even if the parent or grandparent was making a joke, they may have thought it was a joke. That kid didn't think it was a joke. And that comes back to say to you, is that one of the things that may have domesticated your experience is as a child, if you were very exuberant and chatty and talkative and outgoing, and you got the message that you were too loud, that you were too much, that not everybody, you know, not everybody wants to watch you dance around and sing or whatever, we begin to pull back into ourselves. And that domestication of experience, that domestication of spirit continues on. So to break out of that domestication of, of, of spirit, several things have to happen. And I hinted to it in the last podcast episode. And I'm going to really begin to break this down for you over the next episodes. I want this to be a powerful series for you. But here's where I want you to start right now. Just begin to take an inventory of the stories you've been told or you've told yourself about who you are, how you should show up in the world, what's possible. Really take a look at your beliefs and say, is this my belief or is this a family belief that I've carried on? Look at your values. 
are they your value? Our subconscious, pardon the, the metaphor, it can be sticky fly paper. What's yours and what was given to you? It's a great place to start. Listen, if you are looking to go subconscious to really tap into your deep inner connection to live your most soul satisfying life. If you've done this work, if you've worked with coaches, you yoga, you meditate, you do these things and you feel like, you know what, there's just a little something there that if this was moved out of the way, I feel like my life would be so much better. I would love to chat with you. Go to the website, pennychason.com, click over to the work with me page and fill out the form and set up a call. I would love to chat with you and to explore what is possible for you and see if hypnosis and the subconscious work is a good fit. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Design Your Destiny. I would love to know what resonated most with you. So just take a screenshot of this episode Share it over on your Instagram stories and tag me at penny.chason and let me know what you thought. Also, if you head over to iTunes and you leave a positive review, it helps this podcast to help reach even more people making a difference, elevating humanity and mankind.